Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidha Jacob, here this morning that we may share today's episode of our ongoing everyday fellowship with the world. Let us pray. Holy Father, we thank you this morning. We give you all of the praise and the glory. Thank you for your love that is eternal. Thank you for every gift and every blessing that you have bestowed upon us. Thank you for our health. Thank you for provision. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your love and kindness that is everlasting. Thank you for your righteousness. Thank you, King of Glory, for your word that continues to reform us and to transfigure us into the fullness of the image of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done to us. We give you the praise and the glory. And everyone who prayed with me this morning will say aloud, Amen and Amen and Amen and Amen. Friends, I want you to understand and to know that I have said this many times, God's true nature is not hidden. It is not only written in scriptures, but God has already explained himself in his creation in the things that he has done, his true nature has been manifested. And that is also what Christ came to confirm to us. Why do I say this? I've been talking to you about the fact that the Son of God, that is who we are, is the way, is the means through which the true nature of God is made manifest. So why is it in a person? Why does a person become the word? Why is the word a person? So that everybody can see, can feel him, can read him. It, don't forget what we explained the other day, that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the language of God. That means by reading Jesus, by seeing him, by understanding him, God is communicating his fullness to us. And I will drive that a little further this morning uh, uh, this week of course it's been busy and uh, i was in a couple of places this week and you know i love to observe you know and when you look closer you can see that what i'm saying to you is true god is not hidden that you need a, a soothsayer to explain him to you no the reality of god and he has made it so simple that you don't need to be an expert in language to read and understand a child who cannot yet speak or write or talk understands the language of love. They do. They can read it, right? And it forms them. That is why God's language is a person. Amen and amen. And so, like I was saying, I love to observe things and to see. I happened to run into a, a brother of mine here in a store. Uh, this week, um, he came to a pharmacy store to purchase something and you could see the joy that was on his face, the fulfillment that was on his face just to be able to get a drug for the, for the child. I think it's the son, right? He was telling me, say, Pastor, oh, I have been looking, this, he said, this, this, this particular medicine or drug, whatever, is is cars and i've been looking for everywhere to get it for my boy and i finally found it man you could see it's like it's like he made so much money just to find something that the child needed think about that 
each time you see such deep expression of love, open up your eye. That is God being expressed. That is God's language. Each time you see a father love a child unconditionally, that is God being expressed. Remember what I told you, friends, that what we mean the kingdom come is when the reality of God is being experienced by men. And we know that love is the greatest builder. Love is the greatest defender. Love restrains people. I, I shared a, a post uh, from someone else on my Facebook wall, I think few uh, last week or past week, so I can't remember now, where um, somebody made a post that she had entered a boat and the driver had a picture of a boy on the dashboard and and uh, the uh, passenger asked the driver who the, the person was. He said, well, well, it's my son. So I put him there as a reminder not to be stupid. I put him there as a reminder not to speed so much. I put him there as a reminder to control myself because I know I have this boy waiting for me at home. Friend, that is the that love. See, nothing constrains than love. And that's why I keep telling you that, listen, listen, the, the, what the human heart lacks is the fullness of such love, is the expression of such love. That's what the human heart lacks. And is, does it shock you that the Bible says that God is love? And, and so our families, our homes, our communities will be better when the heart of man drinks the fullness of God's love. I don't know if you've lo loved somebody before, right? I'm talking about love. I'm not talking about loss now. I'm not talking about that one we were doing to uh, for our own benefit. I mean, if you really love somebody, right? The what the last thing in your mind is to try to hurt hurt that person. Now, and that is our own limited version of it. We are talking about the fullness of it. And so and so I had also gone to visit, visit someone in a hospital and amazing. I saw this amazing scene this week. Amazing scene. Something I will talk about. I love to talk about stuff like this. I will talk about it another day. But it was funny. You know, I heard, I overheard a group of women uh, uh, singing, uh, you know, singing. Uh, my stomach is full. My stomach is full with the blessings of the Lord. With the blessings of the Lord, my stomach is full. And it was like a lot of them. So I stepped out to see, and here I saw this group of women marching gallantly, exercising in the hospital, marching back and forth. And I say, who are these? They say, well, today is Friday. Um, it is the um, uh, it is uh, the class for pregnant women. I looked at them. It, the, the, the image looks so beautiful. I looked at them. You know, tall ones, short ones, fair ones, black ones, every one of them. Now, there is no doubt that some of them were not, we, we will not join a choir to come to the hospital to sing and to march around. I'm sure some of them physically will not want to be part of such a choir on Friday morning, marching around hospital singing, my stomach is full with the blessings of God. But a child is involved. And because a child is involved, they have to do it. And they were doing it with joy on their face matching. I observed and I saw other things. I saw mothers taking their children home. Mothers who just gave birth. You could see the pain, the physical pain, right? You could see them 
through so much physical pain as they were walking out. But you can also see that something different was about the way they held this child. Don't forget, it's the child that caused the pain, right? Okay, now, I'm draw you know why I keep pointing this? Okay, oh, let me add another one. The other day, I was taking a walk, um, like I often do in the morning, and then I passed this uh, family, um, you, you know, a woman was uh, by, the, by, the, by the roadside and brought the daughter and was meticulously trying to fish her hair. I looked at them and I smiled. She's doing that, knowing that by the time that girl comes back from school, that hair will possibly be messed up. But you know what? She wants her daughter to look the best. Friends, look around you. Look around you. None of these people I mentioned now qualified or even deserve the only reason they deserve such love is because they are the offspring of those or the people that i just explained now they love them when you see that think about god when you see something as pure as that think about god every human being can read and understand love whether they know english Igbo, yoruba french swiss whatever it is Everyone can understand that. And then think about what happens to our families, our communities, when such love becomes the default place from which we operate. And don't forget, that's what humanity lacks. So again, my brothers and sisters, don't look for God that is upon a mountain. Expect the one that is inside of you to manifest. Remember, the glory is here. I like I tried to point it out the last time I sent a message is this. It is literally the God that is inside of us coming out to control our world, to control our homes, to control our families, to control our physical bodies. That's what it means, right? That the glory of God is covered because now we are no longer living under the glory of man. What I mean, the glory of man. You know what glory of man is? Glory of man talks about ex one exploiting one another, one winning over one another, one taking advantage of one another, the stronger killing off the weak so that they can become more strong. That's the glory of man. No, but the glory of God is to raise all dead to life, is to raise the weak and make them strong, is to open the blind eyes. Did you know that today, right, the eyes of many people, many people's life will transform dramatically if their eye open to see love for the first time. All their life, they have never experienced the depth of love. So for such a person, that person is blind. They don't know what it looks like. They don't know what it looks like. Beloved, understand what I'm telling you so that your mind will focus on the reality. Don't forget I read to you last time the prophecy that, don't forget, that same prophecy was prophesied by both Jeremiah and Ezekiel. And they talked about, just like if you read all the prophecies, it just looks like it's Jerusalem and the Israel that he was talking about. But those things are metaphors speaking about our reality today, who we are, that you and I are now the temple of God. What is remaining, my brother, my sister? is that the more we realize this, the more that God that is in us comes out and begin to rule our circumstance. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. And so don't forget one more time, friend, I have said that we have become one with him. This truth has to resonate in my heart, 
in your heart daily. I know sometimes it's difficult. I myself, I face difficult challenges here and there. But none of those challenges should ever make you to take your eyes away from the truth. Because the truth is the truth. The truth is not circumstantial. For example, for the fact that any particular aspect of my life today has not become the reality of the truth, does not make the truth a lie. Now, that is where our faith is, the ability to keep standing on that truth. And don't forget not to try to make it happen, but the truth itself, the word itself, has the fullness of all it takes to manifest. Amen and amen and amen. Now, don't forget, why is this sounding so strange? Why does it sound so new to us today? Number one, of course, you know, religion painted it the other way. We talked about a God that loved, but our own hearts were filled with wickedness, our own hearts filled with pain and sorrows. We hardly loved ourselves, not to talk about loving somebody else. And then so men became expert in religious activities. A man can close their eyes and compose wonderful songs, heavenly sounding songs, earth shaking songs. A song, songs that shakes the earth when they sing it about how much they love God, how much they are pursuing after God. Oh, talk about how much they pray. But at the end of that, you cannot find that love in their heart. It's only an ideology. It's only a topic. It's only something that they feel everybody's talking about. That's what religion has done. And so we had a form of godliness, but the power was not there. Mm -mm. That is different from the kingdom. The kingdom is real in that it first fills us with the fullness of God. Then out of us shall now flow rivers of living waters. The same water that we, that that Christ gave to the woman at the well now fills us. And just like in the case of that woman, out of our own belly now, that same living waters, we start to flood from one person to another. Friend, what I'm telling you is what the world is looking for. That is what every heart is yearning for. It doesn't matter what that man says. It doesn't matter what he talks about. Man is a product of divine love and until his heart is full of it, that man can become anything. That man can become a monster. That man can become a rapist. That man can become anything unimaginable. Why? Because he's completely bent out of shape. So, we all have to, beloved. I'm just trying to, this morning, recap, of course, like we do on Saturdays, some of the stuff that we shared within the week. Don't forget, the key thing, one of the key things we have been talking about is where God really is, where this kingdom comes, and how this kingdom is supposed to be experienced. This is not just the truth of the scripture. Even this makes practical sense. You know, when they say God does not make sense or faith does not make sense. No, faith actually makes spiritual sense. Faith does not make physical sense. Faith makes spiritual sense. But if the spiritual truth is aligned, it starts to change the physical reality. Don't forget, don't forget, for God to reach us, for God to save us, for God to reveal himself, he did not come like an angel. 
He did not come in a smoke. He did not come looking like something that has four hairs. He did not come. Uh, no, he became a man. Because that is the closest point of reference. That is the closest point of contact that we can not only know, but experience the reality of God. He became a man. Don't forget, God in a man. God in a man. Don't forget. I want to say it over and over and over again so that maybe when you close your eyes, you will remember when you think about God, think about God in a man because that is the only authentic, that is the only way God has fully, fully unveiled himself. God in a man. And how is he going to fix this world that everybody's praying for, that everybody's crying for? It is that that same God, again, will come in men. I know very well that some of these things uh, we say now might be a little harder for those who are just joining or those who just started following the message. Don't forget, this is also why we went ahead to do a podcast where I think there's probably more than 300 messages on the podcast now. And and all of them are arranged from date to date to date. And before we got here, don't forget, God began to build us up from somewhere. And, and this is how it makes sense. Because you can see, it's like one layer on top of another layer, on top of another layer, on top of another layer, before we got here. But just in case you have any kind of question at all at all something that you are not clear about please don't make an assumption i want to repeat this one more time please don't make an assumption because if you make an assumption right your heart knows you're making an assumption your 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 conviction level is not there and it's harder to believe when you know that you're making an assumption but like i've said already if something is truthful convinced you can see that this is true. You know what they used to say? I think I've mentioned this already. You know, they said faith doesn't make sense. Yes, faith doesn't make natural sense. Faith does not make natural sense. It doesn't make natural sense to tell somebody who is sick that they are healed. It doesn't make natural sense to tell somebody who is weak to say that they are strong. It doesn't make natural sense to tell a man who is still struggling with one or two habits that they are righteous. It doesn't make sense. Faith doesn't make natural sense. But why is it? Because faith is spiritual, right? Faith is spiritual. But eventually, it all makes sense because that which is in the realm of the spirit starts to manifest, starts to become tangible. Don't forget, don't forget. I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but let me say it again. When the Bible says truth, right? Yes, of course, Truth, okay, is also, um, you know, in this case, in the context, is also the opposite of lie. But when the Bible says truth, truth is beyond uh, uh, truth or lies. Truth actually means reality. Truth means spiritually and in the scripture. Truth means reality, the way things, the tangibility, the reality of things, not fables, not imaginations. Is the reality of things to, to see, understand, and experience things the way they really are. That is what truth is. For example, when Jesus says, I am the way, 
the truth. He's saying, I am the reality of life. Any other life outside of me, though the person may have a life, but that's a false one, right? The truth of life is that I, Jesus Christ, I am the reality of life. And I think that makes sense now because it's, it's in him that the fullness of the Godhead was manifested. Amen and amen. I'm going to stop here and please keep me in your prayers as I keep you in mind. And don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom. <coughs>